Hello everyone and welcome back to my YouTube channel. This is your girl SSE and today I have a special treat for you guys. Today I'm going to be interviewing Melvin Jackson and his beautiful wife Kelly Jenrett. Now this couple is the first African American couple to be nominated for an Emmy in the same year and they are so amazing. They are so humble and they have done so much work in Hollywood and they continue to inspire the African American community. So with that being said, before I really get get into it and bring them in i'm gonna play this snip the snippet song by melvin jackson is called say my name come through hitting come through spitting going for the top of the throne it's all in dc to hollywood i wasn't kidding emmy nominated yeah i'm on top now finally graduated but i ain't gonna stop now i'm just heating up about to set the world on fire remember me i'm the dude from the Different way class, about to whoop that hat. This ain't a game, you know my name. It's Jay Reed. It's Jay Reed, huh? What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. You already know my name. What's my name? Say my name. My name. Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. You already know my name. Jay Reed. Jay Reed. Jay Reed. Jay Reed. You all gonna know my name. Jay Reed. Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed. Now y'all say my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. You already know my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. You already know my name. It's Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed. You all gonna know my name. Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed. On the scene at the age of 18, 20 years in the game seemed like a dream. The haters said I wouldn't make it, but I proved them wrong. That's why I'm writing this song with my back against the wall. The devil tried to take me out, so I hit him with the shovel, cause I'm on another level. Watch what I do to this, do for this. Been on fire since the wire put me on the heaters on. I'm flaming hot, boy. Jay Reed, my name ringing in the street, boy. Google me, what else I got to prove? DC to LA, we making boss moves. Red carpets to magazines, shout out to my team. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. You already know my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. What's my name? Say my name. You already know my name. It's Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed. You all gonna know my name. Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed, Jay Reed. Now y'all say my name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, awesome, man. That's such an awesome song. And I wanted to talk about, I wanted to start talking about him a little bit. You know, Melvin Jackson Jr., he is a talented comedian, writer, producer, host, and director. He was on his shows like The Wire and Everybody Hates Chris. He portrayed pioneering rapper Curtis Blow in the BET miniseries, The, the New Edition Story. Uh, I've seen that. It's a great, it, it's a, it's a great film. You guys should go check that out. And he also was nominated for an Emmy. This is the, this is the Emmy he was nominated for, for Outstanding Actor in a, in a Short Form Comedy or Drama Series. It was called This 
and it was and it was called uh, this Eddie this Eddie Murphy role is mine not yours which is very funny you guys should go check that out on YouTube it's very awesome and he also has his latest documentary I'm a survivor no longer a victim and it's being considered for a 20, 2022 primetime Emmy nomination for outstanding documentary as well as for outstanding director and his beautiful wife Miss Kelly Jenrette she is a talented actress writer and producer herself she is known for her roles in Grandfather, Manhunt, Games, uh, All Day Night the movie that she did on Netflix she received a nomination for outstanding guest actress in a drama series on The Handmaid's Tale and she's also on the CW hit show All American Homecoming, which I have been watching, and it's it's awesome. And I love uh, the the sister show All American as well because those are both awesome shows. So now I'm going to bring them on here. Let's see. Hey, hey how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. That's awesome. God bless you. I hope you guys are having a great day there in LA. You are. I, I know the weather there is awesome. You know, I'm, I'm still in DC. My wife should, uh, she should be. Oh, in, you're still in DC. In, uh, LA. I'm in DC. Oh, okay. All right. So I want I want to I want to ask you about your your work because you've done some great work over over in the years. You've been in the business since you were 18 years old. So let let so let's talk about that. What was the toughest thing that you went through while acting and juggling everything with your marriage and your business? Um, the toughest thing, huh? That's that's a good question. I, I think. I think the toughest thing sometimes was just um, not. Sometimes I guess it was not knowing, you know, if you were going to get some, a role or not. I mean, that was the toughest thing. You would go and audition and, and simply have no control over whether you get it. Mm -hmm. So I think that was the beginning. That was tough for me just to kind of go audition and then kind of let it go and not think about it. Cause I was like, oh, I'm thinking about, it, I'm thinking about, it, I'm thinking about that. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Wow, but you know your your role in I I uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, you know, I know Eddie Murphy has inspired you in your career. Can we expect more of the Eddie Murphy's role? Is not mine, not yours. Is it gonna be a part three, part <laughs> four? Cause it was it was really funny. I watched. It, I was like, you really do remind me of Eddie Murphy right now. You really do. You did an awesome job with that, especially the coming to America uh, bit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> You're very welcome. I think that me, I mean, I won't say never say never, but I think I for what I uh, wanted to do, I accomplished that, and I, I didn't want to continue mm -hmm. to kind of like keep milking it or keep you know doing it if it didn't make sense while I'm doing it. So um, I would say I'm I'm kind of I think I've closed it out um, the way I wanted to. I'm tired of putting a bow mm -hmm. on it, but um, you know, if somebody comes with a, a reason why to do more, or, you know, I've asked somebody asked me about doing a series, but I was just, you know, wanted to know how would that look, how would that make sense? It just has to make sense for me, opposed to just doing something just to do it. Um, I don't, yeah. don't want to, you know, do something um, that if it doesn't make sense to do it. Yeah, wow, wow, that that does make sense, and I loved your. Um, I really did love your um your book, your children's book you and your wife did together. Oh, here's your beautiful wife now. There she is. <laughs> there she is. Oh, I gotta try to get her on here. Let me see. Uh, let's 
let's see here. Okay, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep going with you, and then I'll bring I'll th bring your beautiful wife on. But I know you guys did your your book together, Adventures of Jimmy the Fly, and I read that, and I thought it was so so cute. And I especially like the part when yeah, I especially like the part when he got lost at the airport and uh, fruit juice, and his mom and, and his mom uh, <laughs> and his mom uh, apple juice. They found him and everything, and their friends embraced him and gave him the name Blue. So when do you think when you guys are gonna do and when can we expect more children's books from you guys because i really did like that that's funny uh we we've been talking about doing a part two for the longest we've just you know uh both been procrastinating that i would say that's more me uh mm -hmm. we have to just sit down and, and, and kind of make it happen we we kind of started working on something but we never quite finished it so mm -hmm. i think that you know maybe sometime this year we can actually sit down and do that um, and just kind of have a really, really yeah. a vision of where we want to go with it. Because my, my vision was always a, a cartoon. Uh, my wife decided mm -hmm. it would be great for us to do it as a book first. And so I, which was a, I thought mm -hmm. as well. So now that we have a book, you know, we'll see if we need to do another book, uh, you know, a second book or not, or just try to go straight to pitching as a cartoon. So we'll, you know, we'll pray about it and kind of go from there and see what's the best option. Wow, that's awesome! That's awesome, and Ke and Miss Ke and Miss Kelly. Oh, there, there you go. Hi there. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I love your, your I love your head wrap and the, and your earrings. That's so cute. Thank you. This is this is what we do mm -hmm. when we don't want to do our hair. That's true. <laughs> And I want to say congratulations to you on All American Homecoming. I've been watching. It. I was like, man, this is a good show. <laughs> so tell me how tell me how your experience was being on this successful show. And yeah, congratulations. I heard it's been renewed for a second for a second season. So what is it like playing Amara Patterson? Because she is so tough, but she's soft and caring, and she's like an anchor for those kids and everything. So so tell me about that. The whole experience has been amazing. And, you know, the saying goes, it starts from the top down, from the head down. And our showrunner and creator, Nkechi, um, is such an amazing head. She's such an amazing leader. Family is so important to her. And that just kind of drips on down to the rest of us where family is so important. Uh, we are family first. Um, and and all that that entails. We love our family. We get frustrated with our family. We joke with our family. We get upset, like all of the things. Um, and then being able to play such a, a beautiful character in Amara Patterson is just a blessing and a dream come true. Because like you said, um, she truth and, and justice is something that that she lives by and she's also an anchor for um her niece and the the kids mm -hmm. at the university they mean a lot to her education is important to her family is important to her and these are things that resonate with me as an actor as well so it's it's not too difficult to portray this amazing character Wow. And I think it's so important that as African-American people, they should really watch, you know, because there's not a lot of shows out there about, you know, about about us and about the dynamics and the things that are going on in the world. So I'm very thankful for these great shows, All-American and All-American Homecoming. You've done such a great job. You, you're, you're such an amazing actress. You both you both are amazing. And now, uh, Mel, uh, Melvin, I want to ask you about... 
I watched I'm a Survivor No Longer a Victim. It really, it really did touch me and it touched me. The, the fact that it touched me so much, it was not only, uh, not only the women that did, it was the men who were on there because it's such a tough topic to talk about, to talk about, you know, because men don't express their feelings that, that much. They hold everything in sometimes and they don't express it so i was glad to see men um on this documentary so what inspired you to do to do it what inspired you to do this documentary uh, it was god simply sending me on, on an assignment you know that i was not uh not prepared to take on but it was something that he put on my heart to do and i wanted to um you know help people tell their stories and not just women but i was like you know we always see the typical thing of women sharing their story but what about men men have the same similar stories too um, I also wanted to get um, the actual abusers, you know, former abusers to tell their stories. And, you know, that was something that I thought would be very powerful because you get to hear about redemption and how they got to that point of, of abusing the, their loved one or how they forgave themselves and if they forgiven themselves. So that is something that I wish, you know, I was able to to get accomplished. Um, and I had two people, but it just didn't work out to to get it done. Um, in the time, but I definitely mm -hmm. felt like it would have really made it even more powerful than what it was. But I was just happy to have the people involved share their stories and for it to come out as beautifully done as it did. As it did, so I'm just honored and you know that I was able to fulfill this assignment God put me on because it simply wasn't about me at all. It was very such a very difficult project to do, but um, I'm thankful for for the support that I had to do it. Wow, that's awesome! Because I was really, I was really touched by the ladies on there telling their stories, and then the abusers they came on, which I was surprised by. Because it's rare where you see a documentary where you get the abusers to tell their story and what what they've been through and how they overcame their problems and things. And that that was a very brave thing to do. And I I do vote for you to get that Emmy because that that was great. Yes, that was a great documentary. So, Miss Kelly, yeah. your role on Harry's Tale. Now, that one, just that one, that one thing right there, I was like, whoa. I felt that. I felt her pain. I felt that. I felt that when um, her husband left her, she confronted that other, the other woman, and she was like, there. I could saw. I saw the expression and the emotion on your face and like the devastation and you like you want this lady just back off my marriage okay that's that that's how that's how it felt for me so when is she coming back to that show because i was wondering about that annie you know, when is annie coming back to hand to handmaid's tale because that's a deep show i don't know I was, that annie is going to come back to the handmaid's tale wow. um you know i i would like to know where annie is now um, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if she will come back. Cause that one was awesome, and I felt like that after that she just disappears. I was like, I wonder if she's gonna make a reappearance somewhere. Cause that, that's a very deep show. Yeah, it, yeah, that's a very deep show. I was like, wow. So I have to ask you both. This is for you both. Out of all the movies, out of all the roles you have done, which one has inspired you the most? Kelly, you Which one? No, no, you go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I was, it, it's kind of hard. I have two. So um, one role that inspired me was um, the, nudity, the playing Curtis Ball in the New Edition story because it was a full circle moment where 
Um, New Edition is one of my favorite uh, groups, and that was one of the first concerts I went to as a kid. So to be a part of uh, that story and then to play the iconic role of Curtis Blow, which I first kind of was introduced to him in Crush Groove. Um, so just to be able to do that project and to, it was a labor of love. So I simply was one of the best projects I've ever worked on just because of what it meant to me growing up and then just being able to tell black men's story in a way that um, wasn't that this detrimental to them, but they got a chance to tell their own story. And then the other role would, of course, is portraying Eddie Murphy because, you know, he's the reason I became an actor, comedian and, you know, went from something, an idea I had to wanting to portray him to actually booking a role to actually portray him on TV. So it was definitely another full circle moment, but just definitely um, a blessing in my career to to have that. And I'm like, if I don't have to, I don't book any more roles, I'm happy. <laughs> I fulfill one of my dreams was to portray Eddie Murphy. So that that's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it's it, and I get when when actors are like that's that's like asking you to choose which one is your favorite child. Um, <laughs> and I get that now because I feel like every role that I've had has played a significant part in my life, be it my first series regular role that I booked, Grandfather, you know, starring John Stamos and Paget Brewster, Christina Milian, Josh Peck, Ravi Patel, like it was my first one. And I was introduced to Dan Fogelman. And in that meeting with Dan Fogelman, I was then able to be on pitch um, where I got to meet some amazing people on that show. And then there have been other shows, pilots that I've booked that haven't gotten picked up, but I've been able to form relationships there. So I think for me, a lot of it is about the relationships that I'm able to build that make the role so impactful. You know, Melvin was talking about assignments like that is something that I'm really driven by whenever I'm on a set. I'm always like, OK, God, what's the assignment? And so the as long as the assignment has been fulfilled, it's impactful um, for me. Wow, that's that's awesome. Well, let me ask you another question. How has you guys? How's your, how has your faith you guys through through the moments of doubt? Um, simply trusting God. I, I think that's the the thing about faith is um, believing in something that is unseen. But knowing that, you know, God has always been with us. So, you know, we able to consult with each other, but also, you know, always go to God. If we are having doubts or wondering why, um, the doubts will, will surely, you know, be drifted away, you know, because it's like God will clearly give us a reason why um, it is what it is. And the doubts will kind of be like, all right, well, we, we don't have the doubts anymore because it now has um, been revealed to us. Sorry, been revealed to us why. Um, it is what it is. Wow, amen. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so I do have to, <laughs> I do have to, ask, I do have to ask, what are some upcoming projects can we see as your supporters? Uh, me too. What what can we expect to see from you guys? Um, and I said supporters because I heard Kelly. I heard Kelly. You do not like the word fan, and I said I'm gonna say supporters. 
Yeah, I don't. You know, it's, it's always very weird. It's always very weird to me with with fans. I mean, I get it, but I'm just like they're supporters. Mm-hmm. Like they support us. You like I support other shows. Like yeah, there are shows that I'm really excited about. Um, and I mean, it, it could be semantics, but I just I like the word supporters because it feels more like yeah, we're in this thing together. Um, you know, as opposed to like, no, we're over here and then you're here. Anyway, um, so season two, All American Homecoming, uh, will be airing this fall. So I'm excited about that. If you did not watch the second to last episode of This Is Us, um, I was in that episode. If yes, you haven't yeah. watched the series, just go back and watch the whole series. Just start all over from uh, mm-hmm. season one, episode yes. one. Watch that. Um, I have a feature film called Honor Student um, that deals with school shootings, um, which was probably by far one of the hardest projects that I've ever had to work on. Um, and it's unfortunate that it's still so very timely um, today, that's kind of going on the festival circuits now, and we'll see what happens with it from there. And then lastly, I am writing a uh, play. I was commissioned by a theater collective that I'm a founding member of Black Rebirth Collective. I am their playwright in residence, writing a play about an imagined meeting between Betty Shabazz and Coretta Scott King. Whew, wow, that is that is really awesome. What about you, Mel? What, what what upcoming things can we see from you? Um, I have a few projects that I'm a producer of that we're just waiting to get release dates for. But uh, one is Be Somebody that I'm also in and I'm a producer of. So hopefully that should come out July, August. Um, a few a few of the projects just waiting for dates of as of right now. But um, a lot of stuff I'm on the back back side of uh, on the producing side of um that that's going to be coming out this year so i'm excited about that and uh, yeah just continue to do more great work and tell more great stories wow that's awesome so how does it feel being the like the first emmy nominated couple you you got first african-american couple be nominated at the same time in the in the same year in 20 in 2018 how did that feel what 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 were the emotions that you guys felt from that it was amazing um you know, I I am the homebody. I am the one that doesn't like the red carpet, that doesn't like to go out and network. Melvin, on the other hand, has never met a red carpet he didn't like, never met a stranger a day in his life, will be out. Um, and so I, I appreciated being able to have both dynamics during that process, which was extremely crazy um, and which could have only been orchestrated by God um, for us to both be nominated in the same year. It was just, it was a wonderful experience. It was a stressful experience. It was a great experience. It was a frustrating, like all of the emotions, it was, it was all of that, but I was just the, the my greatest takeaway is that I got to do it with my husband. Wow, that is so awesome. You guys are such an amazing couple because you know I'm unlike you, Kelly. I don't I have to be literally <laughs> like I have to literally like push me because it's kinda like it's kinda hard for me. I just want to stay in my corner and be like, 
Yeah. You know, but you have to get out there. You have to network. You have to be. So I, I know exactly how you feel because sometimes it's hard. It's even hard for me with with, with some people. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So I asked, what words of inspiration do you have, both of you, for the African American boys and girls who want to pursue a career in this industry? I will. For me, I always say, you know, learn the craft, like understand it with this business, what it is. I feel like if you know, learn it as a whole, you'll understand how to maneuver through it because it's, you know, just everybody wants to, to do it, be an actor or do this, do that. But it's like, like my wife, we always talk about is that, you know, there's stuff behind the scenes that may help you, you know, get to the, to the destination where you want to get a little faster. Or sometimes it's all about going behind the scenes to learn things so that you, if you do want to be an actor, you going in with a little bit more knowledge of how to respect the craft because I remember being on set as an actor I'm watching and seeing what everybody's job is so one I respect what they do and understand how much a part of what they do affects what I do and vice versa so I mean I always just say do the homework you know don't wait for someone to, to hand you a pamphlet of this is how to be an actor this is what you do like no you go and do the work and, and start 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 without the foundation um, and then go to class and and really understand that this is something that I want to do because it looks good, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> and uh, I get to, yeah. you know, see my someone like my wife put in the, the endless work, and I'm like, man, like I, you thought you were working, but like, no, this person is actually doing even more work. So you see the finished product; it's because of the work. So I would just say, definitely do the work, do the homework. Yes. Sorry about you, Kelly. Yes, to that. And also, I think, you know, it was a question that you asked earlier about um, our faith. I don't know how I would be in this business without my relationship with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, um, because this industry will swallow you up and spit you out because that's just what it that's what it does. And so I think for me, my relationship with God has helped me to rightly define what success is. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, yeah, I got to book the series regular and be on TV and everybody needs to see me and they need to know my name. That may not be what God has in store for you. Um, I, I think you have to seek God and seek him for clarity on what it is that you are supposed to be doing if you feel called to this industry and be open to whatever his plans are, not what your plans are. For a long time, it was about me. Like, I want to be famous. I want to be rich. I want to be on TV. I, I, I. And it wasn't until I began to ask, okay, God, what is the assignment? What is it that you want for me that I feel like God was like, now you get it. Now I can use you. And so I'm not like I am extremely grateful for the success that I've had in my career, extremely humbled by it all. Without God, it means nothing. And if God is like, now I want you to go do this, it's like, all right, adios, I'm going to go do this. Whatever he tells me to do, I will do. I don't find my happiness in this industry. I don't find my joy, my peace. Yes, I am grateful, but my happiness, my joy, my peace comes from God. 
Wow. Amen. That's a that's some real inspirational, <laughs> inspirational, inspirational things from the both of you. You know what? I really am honored to have you on to have you on my show. And it's such a blessing to see two beautiful African-American people who are in the industry, who are together and who are really making noise where there are some people who can't make noise right now. So because, you know, a lot of people, they work hard and they work hard like you guys did, but they've been able to get their footing, not yet. So, I mean, I really do have respect and admiration for the for the both of you you know i did play your music video in the beginning melvin the what say my name <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was dope i thought it would get the show all hyped and everything because it, yeah it's great you guys do many many things and i really can't wait for to see the other things that you guys have in store and what god has in store for you guys so you know i just really want to thank you for coming on my platform and for talking with me today and everything and stuff, even though I was nervous as I don't know what, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm a very transparent, transparent person. And you know, you guys are from Hollywood. So I was like, I was so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, we, no, we not from Hollywood. I'm from these, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. So we, um, yeah, I know, I know. We're just here. <laughs> we're residing. Yeah, I, I remember you did say something. I remember you said you are, um, you do not belong to the you do not belong to the world. You guys belong to God. You said something to yeah. that effect, and I was like, "Wow, that was that was real. That that was real." Because a lot of people do not say that in the in in this industry. And like I said, I hope you guys continue with the good work that you do. Always keep God first, and you know you know and you guys are you guys are rock solid and that, and that's really really beautiful and that's the positivity that I want people I want people to know that they can have a purpose and they can achieve their goals with hard work dedication and with God right by their side that's what that's, that's what it's all about it really is that's what it's all about so yeah. you know I want to thank you guys for coming in taking time out of your busy schedule I know you guys are busy so I was like they are so, they are busy people but I do have a poem and it's called My Afro Crown. And I did, anyway, dedicate it to you because I remember you said something about when they were doing your hair and stuff, and, and stuff. Uh, you, Miss Kelly, about how, you know, sometimes they get a yes, but sometimes they don't do they don't do it for me. So, but this is a dedication. I want to play this for you, for you before I leave. Okay. This is for all the beautiful black women and black men. Well, you know. <laughs> My Afro Crown. Coils, curls, naps, beauty beads. For most African-American women or girls' lives, we were told there is no beauty in our Afro crowns, that having straight hair was the only way to get down. As a child growing up, I was told by people in school, a relaxer in my hair would make me look more pretty. Instead of being true to myself, I sold out for popularity. Instead of loving myself and the crown God gave me, I took it and I damaged it. Instead of being natural and accepting myself, I listened to other people thinking I was going to be the best. Today, at this very moment, I accept myself. I accept the hair God has given me, and I will be true to my natural being. My Afro crown is a part of me. It makes a statement. I am different. I am unique. I will not be defined by the negative words people speak. Brave, some people say, for wearing my crown. I don't think I'm being brave. I think I'm being real, not lying to myself and being betrayed. My little African queens. Don't be ashamed of your Afro crown. Wear it with strength and honor. Don't let those who can't see real beauty get you down. 
Be proud of your beauty. Be proud of your heritage. Be proud to be the beautiful African queen you are. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't shine like a star. Stay real. Stay true. Be your own unique person. Don't be a different character in someone else's version. Say, I am black. I am proud. I will love my Afro crown. It's the real you. Don't be afraid anymore of other people's views. Be free. That is the way I choose to be. Because when I looked at the mirror to see the real me, I said it was okay to be different and not be the same. That this beauty is unique from the previous ones that came. It feels good to let go and to say to the world, this is the real me. This is my hair. And I'm proud to rock this look. So for those who don't agree, let them all be shook and stare. The boldness of my mom and sister representing how they are strong with their crowns inspired me to forget about what the world thinks because you realize some people don't know how these African crowns run deep. Remember, black women and girls all over the world that black girls rule. We have class and sass, so don't let anyone diminish your beauty or brains because it's the natural that will always reign. Okay. Oh, <laughs> nice. I love it. <laughs> that was you, right? That was yeah. me. <laughs> it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. And I think you guys are awesome and beautiful too. And if you if you and if you want, I want to send you guys a gift for 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 both of you. So, you can give us give us any address you want. Uh I believe you have our our email um uh, Melvin and we'll send, send that on out to you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for no, having No, thank you. No, no, thank you, and I can't wait for the for the second season of of, of of All American Homecoming, and I can't wait for all the projects that you've been doing, Melvin. They've been really, really, really great, and I am hoping that you will get nominated for that Emmy. I know you're being considered, but I hope they give you that. They will give you that because that was a really deep and beautiful documentary that really needed to be spoken. So, so thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank I hope you guys, guys have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow, what a beautiful and awesome couple. I feel so privileged to have interviewed them today. And so please come and subscribe to my YouTube. I will be doing more of this. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank the beautiful couple, Melvin Jackson and Kelly Jenneret. You guys are a blessing. Continue to keep pushing forward in every single thing that you do. And I want everyone to know on here, you all have purpose in Christ. As long as you keep going, going the right way and keep doing what you're doing, you will never fail because God is never going to fail you if you keep going hard with your determination and faith. So thank you guys for tuning in today. I love you and God bless you all.